It is the Peace Podcast. You know we're here because we are You gotta say something. Deers. It's in the microphone, weirdo. Because now it's your turn to sing Baby um, Shark. Baby Shark. Doo, doo. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. How your spirit doing? Uh, welcome back to another episode of Peace Talk Podcast. Season three is in full effect. I want to start off by saying thank you very much for uh, all the texts and the emails and the panties sent to my address. Just, just being, being so thankful that I'm back. You guys, you guys really missed me. Okay, okay. I got to be honest with you. There was no panties, but I wouldn't mind four. You know, what I'm saying? like it, it would be nice. It's a nice gesture, you know, just, hey, here are my panties. Um, I don't know if I particularly want them to be worn. Uh, this is gross, but let's go there. <laughs> let's just let's just dive in. It's my podcast. I, I once had a panty box. I, I don't know a man alive. <laughs> I don't know a man alive that didn't have a panty box. It was... It was it was in between collecting baseball cards and Pokemon cards where you just you just collected panties. <laughs> and uh, usually they they weren't worn. You know, they, they were not uh, they were not used panties, <laughs> if, if you will. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, and um you don't get rid of your box. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. You don't get rid of your box of panties until you find the one to to settle down with. I think I think initially I got rid of uh, my first. I don't. I, if I can be honest with you, I don't know if I did it. Uh, if I collected them a second time, but I do remember uh, the first time I got rid of them. And uh, <laughs> like these these panties were collected from from like this box had had traveled. Okay, this box moved uh, to Minnesota with me uh, from Detroit, and yeah, I just ah <laughs> oh, good times. Ah, uh, what young to what it what it feels to be young and dumb. I don't feel like it's dumb to collect panties. It's it's a little like it's kind of creepy now, and I get okay. Let, let's start. Let's start off with this. The with consent. Okay, let's just let's just. I maybe I should have said that at first. With consent of collecting panties, not weird at all. In fact, it's it's dope. You know, I would love for a woman to be like, oh that 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 penis was so great, day day. Here's my panties. Boom. Uh. Without consent, it's creepy as fucking in, in, in sexual assault. <laughs> you know, like that's that's you know, it's a slippery slope between you know uh being a serial killer. Okay, if I'm just like let me let me cut off a piece of your hair and you know say let me let me keep your Victoria's secrets. You're like that's that's not what I mean. I guess I I guess I should have told the story a little differently. Okay, let's let's go back, shall we? Uh the year is 1998. <laughs> okay, so so uh, let's just let's just go back a little bit. Uh, I remember when I first started having sex. In my mind, it was important to keep mementos. Okay, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm still probably to this day very uh, uh, very sensitive when it comes to you know you know memories. You know, having a memory box, having a collection of things that that remind me of this, that, and the other. 
And when I first had a, when I first started having sex, uh, I remember keeping the condom wrapper. I don't know if I shared the story, but I remember keeping the condom wrapper from my first time. Uh, and you know, I flushed the, I flushed the condom in the toilet, and you know, I kept the, <laughs> I kept the Magnum condom. Uh, I don't know if it was Magnum condom. I think it was because it was gold, but it could have been like regular dick condom gold. I don't know. Uh, but I remember keeping it. Uh, it was like a sleepover, and I remember keeping it in my, you know, suitcase or whatever. And then when I got home, I don't know if. I, I wasn't wash. I wasn't washing my own clothes at this time. Clearly, uh, but my my male best friend from the sleepover slept over at uh, at our at, at my place. So we all like went to this basically sleepover, which was just like our way of like getting out and and you know fucking holes. <laughs> okay, well, they weren't holes. It, it, my first time was actually with with one of my best friends to this day, uh, but uh, <laughs> we we went to this we went to this thing. Uh, I lost my virginity. Uh, she, she had, she, she was a soul snatcher. Like she was, I was like fourth on her list of, you know, virgins that she, she, she had uh, slept with. But, um, <laughs> but, but we went there, lost my virginity, and then uh, we went back to my place the next day. My best friend stayed over at. Um, at my place and then the next day he left you know he we we dropped him off at uh at his home in between that time my mother had went through my suitcase i guess she was washing my clothes and found the the condom wrapper but she thought it was from the night that my best friend stayed over so so she she uh <laughs> she not only accused us but she confronted us while she was dropping uh my best friend off uh was did we use the condom was were 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 we in a relationship was something going on what shot like and she was like she was she was she was drilling us but I I was laughing so much I wasn't very convincing nor did I think I really wanted to share all of the details of what had really happened with my mom at that time because me and my mom didn't really have that kind of relationship we had uh we had like a, a friendship relationship while I was in high school or or just you know high school you know you know like pretty much right you know before I left Detroit so so she's just like grilling I was like what happened why you know and and, we're, and, and I'm laughing my best friend's kind of laughing but he 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 was gay so so it, he was kind of like uh, 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 you know like he he did, he wasn't ready to like come out and like share his life story and uh, I just kept laughing and that is one of my favorite moments uh of of my sexual escapades uh, and how I started, uh, I started by, <laughs> by keeping, you know, I had sex, which I didn't finish by the way, that's important to share because the first time I do finish, uh, eight seconds, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say 18. I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt. Just tag on another fucking 10 seconds. But, uh, yeah, the first time I could have went on, I could have went all night. I didn't know what was going on and, uh, I sort of wanted it to be done. But I think I wanted it to be done just so I can be like, I had sex. You know, like, it happened. And so, now I go flush the condom. I keep the wrapper. Uh, my best friend comes over, keeps it in my suitcase. My mom is doing laundry, apparently. She finds it. She confronts us. Uh, 
you know, I basically kind of like, hey, it's not from that. It's from, you know, she didn't really want to believe us. She eventually believed us when when he came out, like years later. I'm pretty sure she still thought uh, <laughs> uh, what she thought. But it, it, it probably wasn't until a good couple of years later uh, when she saw me in like a relationship with a woman. When she was like, all right, if, yeah, I believe you now. But the reason why I brought that story up is, yes, I like to collect. I like to collect things, you know, memories, if you will. And uh, this is really the start of collecting ladies' undergarments. <laughs> so uh, I think my second time, uh, the eight slash eighteen second time, was uh, with a young lady. It was raw dog. Let's just get out. Let's just get that out there. And so. <laughs> Um, my body didn't know what was happening. Okay, like when you go, when you when you use your condom, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, you know, it's it, 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 and I'm going off straight memory because it's been it's been forever. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure the first the first Bush was in office, but um, <laughs> but um, but like. Without a condom, you're fucking stellar. Okay, you can go. I can go all night. You know what I mean? It's like He-Man shit. You take that condom off. You take the armor off, and uh, you you go down the well like the dude in three thousand three hundred. You know, you just it's just quick. And then uh, and and when you're a young man, you don't you don't know this really, because uh, I'm telling myself like. I got this. Okay. I just I just had sex the first time. Uh I, I call it quits. You know, I call it the game. You know, I blew the whistle. Okay. Like I I was the one that said, okay, this we're done. Uh so I'm telling I'm telling my peepee, like, hey, we got this. Just go do your thing. Um, yo, we're gonna go in and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna pull out. We're gonna we got this. You know what I mean? You are you are in control, okay. <laughs> Uh, I was not in control. It, it it happened before I knew it. I felt like a boxer in a ring, you know, what I'm saying? who who had who been training his whole life for this for this fight. And uh, they ring the bell. I come out with a game plan. Like Mike Tyson says, everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the face. And uh, I come out of my corner, starting to swing, and then boom! Before I know it, it's over. Okay, it's uh, gloves off and everything. <laughs> so so uh, I. I freaked out. This was probably one of my no. This I was going to say probably one of my. This was my first freak out. Uh, we're talking pregnancy scare. We're talking. I freaked out. I mean, not not really in front of her because uh, this girl was was my mom's best friend's daughter. So she was someone I saw frequently, and I would continue to see frequently, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah so so uh that happened i freaked out um uh the only thing that calmed me (laughs) the only thing the only thing that brought me down to earth was was basically her ceremonious 
you can keep these panties. <laughs> okay, like like that that it was almost like a handkerchief. You know, it's kind of like you ever see the <laughs> you ever see the the movies where like you know someone has to sneeze and they pull the handkerchief off and like nah. Okay, this is my that I don't know what sound that was, but that's supposed to be someone blowing their nose. Uh, but like here, like it was like I was beats of sweat. I'm freaking out, and it's like here, take these, you'll be fine. And and I was fine. And this was <laughs> this is so gross. I apologize. I don't know. I may not air this episode. This this is <laughs> this is a this is a freakazone episode. But this is also the first time I smelled panties. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the first time I smelled panties. <laughs> All right. So like. You know, she leaves the room to clean up and like I have I have my new my newly earned trophy and uh I took the biggest sniff. Like it it was it was Okay, you have to you have to go back to like I'm I'm a child. Okay, I'm not a child, but like you have to go back to the idea that I am uh 17, 16, 17. Um uh, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I just was handed panties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, what am I supposed to do? Okay, I'm not gonna wear them. Okay, which uh, I'm not against the idea. I know that's another conversation for maybe another time, but I'm not against the idea of like her slipping mine on, I'm slipping hers on. We go out to dinner, you do little footsies, my my balls fall out. I'm not against it. However, <laughs> so, uh, I take a big sniff, like like it's it's fresh baked apple pie just like the the smell traveled to my brain it was so deep my nose was inclined and clenched and the, and it smelled like cinnamon i will i will never forget the smell i i had believed up until that point that it did not <laughs> like they all had like a, a distinct specific smell up into cinnamon uh i was it was like being baptized <laughs> in in panty smell <laughs> I I don't I'm gonna be honest with you. This this was not at all the plan for this episode. I was gonna talk about comedy and like I had a whole deal, but, but now, I, now I feel like we're in too deep and I have to continue. Like there's there's no way I can just like slam on the brakes. But uh I end up uh <laughs> I end up keeping them. They're my first panties. Uh and I I I don't know if this is true. Maybe, maybe, ladies, you can tell me. But like, if you're going to give your panties, your undergarments to a man, are they like, I go out and buy them, or are they like, because they, they can't be your favorite. They can't be like your period pants. Like, they can't be something that you, you, you know, that's that that's like significant to you. You know what I mean? Like, they can't be like, you know, my Tuesday panties. Like, they they have to be like, I am buying this. They're new. You can have them. Or like I'm going panty shopping on Thursday, so go ahead and yeah, what I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the thought process, uh, but maybe like I'm in, I, I'm intrigued now, like because I've dedicated this entire episode to this. Now I would like to know, ladies, what is your decision process when you hand over your your under your your panty lines? But also, uh, yeah, I'll never forget the smell. It like you can you can you can you can have me smell a hundred smells just different smells you know like just everything from you know from catfish to you know wine to uh asparagus whatever 
I'll be like, those panties right there. Number number 360. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, <laughs> for some reason, I imagine, I imagine like when they're doing the lineups <laughs> and then like the, you know, step forward, turn to the side. In my mind, I imagine the panties like stepping forward and turning to the side. Okay. All right. Now step back, turn to the left. Like, okay. <sighs> she... Uh, I'm not going to say her name, uh, but my mom's best friend daughter, she goes on to revealing, well, but before I get there, the very next morning, uh, we was, we stayed over, my mom and I stayed over, uh, the very next morning, and they had no idea that anything had happened because we, we, we did the deed while they were out and then they got back like, you know, an hour later and I'm, I, again, I'm sitting there freaking out, eating popcorn. You know, we're watching The Matrix or whatever. Like, I'm just freaking out. The next, very next morning, in the morning time, which is the morning, like I just said, she goes and throws up. I am freaking the fuck out, guys. Like, you have no idea. I am, again, 16, 17, and I've just pregnated a girl. I've just, I popped a baby in her, like, that fast. Like, 18, 8 slash 18 seconds. You know what I'm saying? She's got a baby. She's throwing up morning sickness. We got to schedule doctor appointments. It goes on where she is and was pregnant. Not my baby. Um, based off the timeline, and we never actually have the conversation. That's the problem with being like a, a teenager. You just, you don't, you don't confront these, these topics. You know, you just like, hey, what happened? Tell me what the fuck, what, what the fuck just happened? None of that happened. Uh, she goes on has baby by this dude, and I'm just left to fucking Sherlock Holmes and just put the pieces together. Um, but based off of you know what I'm saying, my what I came up with, and I don't believe she had any intentions on trying to like trap me. I don't think that was was her plan. Um, in fact, if she would have trapped me, she wouldn't have got much. Like let's just be honest, it would have been a bad situation for her. <laughs> I mean. In the sense of like, uh, I got a I got a rich dude or something. I I had nothing to to offer, um, but I believe she had been pregnant for like a month or two, and maybe just maybe she could have been like, uh, it's your baby day day. But again, I would have been like, nah, you didn't have this baby, you know, seven months. No, it's not it's not mine. Um, anyway, that was a that was a very unnecessary. It's, it's, a, it's, it's sort of relevant, you know, um, this was probably my, this is probably when I first developed the don't trust women. My mother gave me, uh, a lot of advice, some good, some bad, but one of the ones that she drilled into me that she just kind of constantly would say, which came almost like a mantra was girls lie and girls get you into trouble. And, uh, I, she's very right. And, and like she would say that and then Eminem had a song called Superman where he says that uh, uh, one thing uh, females lie and I was like you guys are very wise uh, fun fact my mother and Eminem share the same birthday October 17th and uh, from there um, sex became fun um, it happened more for me, for me. and on occasion, uh, my box would 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 get a new member, and again, I don't know if I was like 
yo, let me get your panty. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think I ever reached that status, but I think I did get to like, oh, those yours. Let me just like pocket it. Like, let me just take it. You see these? They go home with me. <laughs> okay, dang it. Oh, you sound crazy. So yeah, that's my that's my panty collecting episode <laughs> that I did not plan on, nor am I particularly proud. <laughs> but uh, there you have it. Uh, if you guys have something you collect, <laughs> please email me at comediadayday at gmail.com. I'm going to go ahead uh, and get ready to wrap this episode up before I do because what the episode was going to be about, which I will now say for, for the next episode, uh, I want to talk, I was going to tell you about how I got permanently banned from TikTok because TikTok is racist, which uh, will be the title of that episode. And then I wanted to talk about comedy because I, I miss comedy. And uh, February 10th was uh, when I uh, celebrated, essentially, uh, having done comedy for 10 years. Um, and uh, that's that's what I'll end with. I listened to the set, I, I watched it, and it, was, it wasn't great. But me doing comedy, again, just the quick story of that. The prelude is, you know, I had an opportunity to perform comedy when I moved to Minnesota. I... I Ended up, you know, going to open mics for about six months. So, like I've said before, I got on stage once and I did three minutes and it just didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go. It wasn't horrible. I didn't bomb, essentially, but it wasn't a great set. And I didn't get back on stage until after a full year. And then I got on stage after an argument with my girlfriend and uh, this girlfriend is the girlfriend where I was like, I don't need these panties no more. So, you know, I, I kicked those off like 302. Just, you know, that's Bartos. Okay. So, uh, by the way, I didn't like that movie. I, I, I think 300 was a horrible movie. But, uh, and I, I for, for a long time, I have an issue with Russell Crowe. And then, and then South Park did an episode with Russell Crowe, and that always pops out in my mind. But anyway. Uh, so so uh, so I get on stage for about six months and then that's it and then I pretty much move from uh from Minnesota to Iowa and while I'm in Iowa I'm in Iowa for about about two years uh I end up doing about seven shows um and they were all like bar hood shows none of them there was only one show that had any type of uh, quality. It was a show that um, I I got booked. There was a there was a passing comedian that was going to come to town, and I was going to open for him. I was going to do like fifteen minutes, and this was like the first time I was going to do fifteen minutes. And the comic canceled, and and I had a conversation with the owner, the bar owner, and was like, "Do you want to still do the show?" And I'm like, oh, "I got this." And I'm like, I'll, "I'll do an hour." You know, I ended up doing about forty five minutes. Uh, I don't know if I did an actual hour. I might have. I think it was only 45 minutes, but I took 15 minutes that was relatively decent and stretched it to 45 minutes, which is not something that you want to do. And um, uh, it became my first paid gig. So within the span of about four years, I had got on stage once, then took a year off, essentially, then did about 
open mics for for like six months and then uh took like another year off and then for like you know a year and a half I got on stage either hosting like hip-hop bands or like uh opening for for people and nothing really came of it until I moved to Arizona and again another year goes by and you know the year is now 2011 and uh Tiffany my best friend we we uh I started like found an open mic and we went and I sort of just asked the guy can I get on stage but I had that sense of like yeah I've done comedy before and it's not the same you know like I'm I'm very grateful to have been doing something that I love this long and uh, I wish I had more accolades and I wish I had more things to to show but um I love what comedy is to me. Um, I think obviously I can I can just do a lot more on my part, which is really the big plan for 2021. Uh, I went into last year with a lot of promise, uh, and then obviously the pandemic happened. But for for this year, it's it's really a conversation of control what you can control, do the things that you 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 can do from from home and from your phone and from, you know, your, um, you know, what's it, what's in your, what is with, within your grasp. So for, for those reasons, I'm very excited about 2021. Um, but I, I will say I've, I've been very, uh, borderline depressed because I didn't have, um, a big album release, you know, since the, since last year, I released another EP um, called Joke Bomb, which is a which is it's a set that I have I had done in 2019, and it's not really a great set. Um, it wasn't bad, but it was really in preparation for for another show, and you know, trying some joke, trying some new, trying new material, old material. Uh, timing was kind of off. My energy was low. The comic before me had just killed. So, you know, uh, I, I, I was, I was struggling more for laughs than, than I wanted to. Um, but there was like these two jokes when I heard them back, I just really enjoyed and thought they would be fun to share. So I put that out and, and that's been doing well. Um, and just the idea of having, you know, my things on Spotify and Apple music and Google and, uh, you know, iHeartRadio and all that, all that, those, those are accomplishments for me. And, uh, and the numbers are growing there. It's slowly, it's slowly going and, and growing, but, uh, I'm very proud of it. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't have a, I didn't have an album release party. I, I didn't and I get a chance to do like a 10 year comedy anniversary show. I'm not doing a birthday show, which is something I have been doing for, uh, for, for, I, I, I need to go back in my 10 years. I think I, I've always done a comedy birthday show since probably the second or probably third year. So for at least, at least six years in a row, um, I was doing comedy shows uh, for my birthday, and I'm not doing one this year. So there was, there's been a lot of like sadness around, you know, comedy and and where I am after ten years. Uh, 
but there is some some hope and there's some excitement about projects like this really really starting to expand and and uh i i wanted to at least leave the episode with just talking about uh doing something that you love for 10 years uh regardless of uh you know the where you are compared to where you want to be it's still a blessing in disguise my last 10 years of my life are easily the best 10 year span of my life uh since 2011 uh things have gotten uh nothing but better you know became a father uh well you know started doing comedy became a father in 2012 um you know i went to costa rica you know me and my wife figured a bunch of things out about our relationship and got engaged and married and then we had two other babies and uh it's it's been fun so that's it that's all i got thank you guys for tuning in for another episode you guys know the drill every monday is the plan and hopefully next monday i stay on course and talk about what i'm supposed to talk about and not spend a whole uh 30 minutes talking about uh collecting girls panties so you uh keep the lotion on the skin and i will talk to you guys soon until next time i hope you have fun (laughs) listening i had fun talking peace